Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So, for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, welcome to My Good Bad Brain. It's a podcast about mental health and being a person from me, Jared Sleeper, who's absolutely not a professional or an expert of any kind. I'm just a little bit crazy with some diagnosed stuff, and I talk about it very openly. That's what it is. With other people, too. Uh, But today, it's just me. If you like the pod, give us some support by throwing dough at patreon.com slash mygoodbadbrain, or just leave us a review. Uh, that's nice. That's really helpful. Or tell, just tell people. Yeah, that's also great. I don't know. So happy you're here. I really am. The theme song. Let's get into it. Welcome to my good, bad brain. I'm a normal person, so I'm insane. I've got depression and ADHD, but I'm doing better medicated me i'm still not always sure whether i exist or what being a person even really is but i figured out a long time ago that being alive is beautiful hello hi i'm jared this is my good bad brain And this is going to be today's Brain Breather. This is the 51st episode. So literally, Area 51. (laughs) Man, that is really dumb. I, all right, I want to kick off two things on my mind. One, I want to revisit my last Brain Breather, feeling like a ghost, and my personal experiences since then to now. Uh, two weeks. Hmm. Two, what I think I want the main thing, I'm just going to discuss uh, responses that I'm having to are uh, Ariana Grande, Jim Carrey, and this notion of deep rest and their feelings about the, the idea of being depressed. And man, it is exciting always. It's wonderful. I still think when people who are in the public eye, in a big, big, big way, bring up mental health stuff. And uh, yeah, it's great. But I guess, I don't know, there's some, there's like a little bit about it bugs me. There's like a little thing about this one. So I thought I'd, I think there's wonder a lot attached to it that I love also. But hey, whatever. So let me just talk about myself because I think it segues into this. Myself, my my experience of the... Uh, feeling like a ghost thing. You know, I went to my uh, 
therapist that week and <laughs> rather humorously, I think, uh, one of the first things we get to talking about is my medications and, um, when I'm taking them, if I'm taking them at the times I'm supposed to basically. And as I'm sitting there, you know, listening to, uh, her asking me these questions and thinking about the answers. Uh, oh, well, the day that you stayed up till 6 a.m. You don't want to tell me because when did you when did you take your did you take your medication that day? Um, oh, I would say I was taking the insomnia, antidepressant thing that I'm supposed to take at a set time every night to help me sleep. I'm supposed to take it at a set time. I'm not supposed to just take it when I finally wander over to the bed, which ensures that I'll sleep way too much and mess up the next day and continue the whole thing and feeling behind and fucked up and whatever. So that, yeah, so no, I didn't. I didn't take it at uh, the right time. And, and what about the Adderall on the day that you were having these episodes, these reactions? Did you take the afternoon one or what did you do? And when I realized that, like, no, I, you know, I hadn't, um, <laughs> I felt silly. I was like, yeah. She's like, I think we got to do that first you know before we do anything about changing anything i think you should first of all she made me promise that i called her if i had another weird bad episode uh, you know while while it was happening if it was felt really messed up <laughs> which was very kind of her and good of her and also that i promise i would obey my phone's reminders and I'd keep the schedule on the medication and then we'll see what happens well what do you know it's been incredibly regulating <laughs> like incredibly and in some ways, that's a relief, you know? Oh, well, if you take care of yourself, if you do things at a certain rhythm, uh, it, it's good for you that you have tools, right? That's a relief. Other ways, it's annoying and adds to the first thing about which I was just going to talk about was like mood swings, basically. These horrible mood swings I, I would be having sometimes in the same afternoon, you know, going from feeling like a total fucking failure, everything that you hear or take in is a way to resonate with you and, and give you a good example of, of how you're fucking up in this moment. You're bad to just being like, wait, what the f what's going on? Like total normal perspective on myself, a normal amount of sincerity and sarcasm perspective on myself, the universe, things, a feeling of humor, a big feeling of humor. Again, I've noticed when I really don't feel like myself is when like my humor goes away and I realized like so much of where I was going was like down this path of like not laughing about stuff like getting super duper serious which again you're not one or the other I think I'm super duper serious and artsy fartsy uh also and uh serious in a sometimes fucking sad way or serious in a political way and all those things exist in me but I don't know. I think the part that I feel the most me is is when I'm able to have humor. And when that disappears from me, I I feel very strange. So this mood swings were freaking me out. I get back on some self-care. I'm keeping my schedules. I'm keeping my things. And I've been doing more exercise a little bit here and there. And I've just been reaching out and not isolating with uh, work and professional stuff. And it's been great. And I guess the other part that bug me about this obviously is this idea that like oh am I gonna have to fucking always take medication to be okay you know is it, is it always gonna be predicated on that did I hit my deadlines or did I hit my time 
whatever that I'm supposed to drop this pill and then and then and then you'll be fine. But if you ever don't, you're gonna go fucking crazy. Uh that's a horrible thought. It just doesn't feel good. And I don't know why exactly. I guess, you know, because you got to eat and eat and drink every day. You got to drink water and eat food every day. It's like there's a million things that you got to do every day to stay well. Uh, I guess the idea of a medication, because it seems so man-made, I don't know, because it's a substance that is a chemical that is un- unnatural. Although that word is also so funny. Like we are... We are part of nature. We're just a part of nature that seems to have transcended it. But why is this any more transcendent than like the incredible networks of tunnels or whatever that ants can make? You know, why is this that much more complex? It seems like just as complex, but like more clever, you know, just like added horsepower to the same amount of complexity. You know what I mean? Like we're still part of like anything we, we do is inherently part of nature even if that includes destroying the planet. Which, like, you know, viruses don't have a problem just, like, totally destroying their host. It doesn't take them outside of nature, you know? Anyway, cheery thoughts. Cheery thoughts, pip, pip, cheero. I think I just prefer to be self-sufficient as much as possible. The fewer needs externally that I have, the better I feel. And so this idea that, like, oh, well, what if society collapses and you can't get that medicine anymore? You're just going to be crazy every day? That's a hard one for me to face. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know the answer to it, obviously. I'm just not ready yet, I guess, to do that. So let's just go from that idea, right? Let's, let's let from there, let us let Ariana and Jim enter. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say that I, I rather, rather enjoy both of these people. Ariana Grande, I think fucking so much of that Thank You Next album was so good and very wavy vibes on her Instagram. I like appreciate that. And uh, Jim Carrey's just, you know, he's Jim Carrey, man. He's Ventura the Mass. Those are huge parts of me growing up. Um, Whatever. I'm not, I don't have problems with these individuals too much. You know what I mean? That's not what it, it's not even a. I don't know. I feel like I'm really framing this as a problem, but I just think this is an interesting thing. It's whatever. Here's here's the thing that he shared because he had said this thing about like, dip, you know, deep rest. The word depressed. Can, so this is the excerpt that he shared. Ultimately, the, the word depressed can be spoken as deep rest. We can choose to view depression not as a mental illness, but as a state of deep rest, a spiritual exhaustion that we enter into when we are depressed, pressed down, clever, by the weight of the false self, the mask, the mind-made story of me. We long to stop pretending and express our raw truth, to give voice to our secret loneliness, our shame, our broken hearts, boredom, and brilliant rage. Depression's call to truth needs to be listened to and understood, not analyzed or medicated away. There's no shame in your exhaustion. We're all exhausted, my love. Slow down today. Allow yourself to rest deeply and weep and breathe and begin again. Now, I say our depression is holy. It contains the seeds of new life. That's from someone named Jeff Foster. And like, you know, on one hand, it's beautiful, man. I love that. I love a lot about that. I think you're right. I think a lot of the time about this idea of depression, 
is it crazy to be depressed by a world that's like objectively depressing? You know, it's fucked up out there. It looks bad. We, we've created insane completely, you know, after all I said about what's natural, what's not, but very unnatural demands on our brains and our systems and our lives. We live in a world that's like essentially not free. You know, we, we rely on these arbitrary things, too, that I think our somatic system doesn't understand really like money. We understand power coming from physicality or from speech and the power of like love and the mind and just enjoying things or whatever. We don't understand it coming uh, power and then helplessness from from money. We don't I don't think on some essential level. So, yeah, on the one hand, this idea that depression isn't a quote unquote bad thing that should be dealt with in a medicated way or, or, you know, gotten rid of, but honored, listened to because it's real and it's trying to tell you something. On the one hand, I kind of agree with a lot of that. Yeah, I do think that my body screaming at me that something's fucked up all goddamn day every day is on some level right. On some level, I can look objectively and I can see that. It makes me feel like the people who are not going crazy, I mean, they're the crazy ones, right? They're the crazy ones, maybe. Or uh, often they're the ones that it's working out for. And, um, you know, as far and so far as one something could be working out. But the point is this, uh, I guess, getting back around... Uh, I guess that is actually related because I because I see this and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm an artist. Uh, right. And I'm this like struggling creative my whole life. Taking that word like starving artist, that kind of thing. Never really found yet the one thing that's my thing. I don't know. I just feel overwhelmed all the time. A lot of feelings, a lot of thoughts about all of it. It feels like there's some unanswerable question about what it is to be human, but it feels very important just consumed with this spirituality and this philosophy and then endlessly fascinated, amused and horrified and disgusted by the way people treat each other and the things that they think are real and the games they buy into and the stories we co-create. I love it. So there's no way I couldn't be an artist. So in a lot of ways, yeah, when this thing says, you know, demands this, this, uh, Jeff Foster via Jim Carrey via Ariana Grande, that it's a spiritual exhaustion that we long to stop pretending and express our raw truth, to give voice to our secret loneliness, our shame, our broken hearts, boredom, and brilliant rage. Uh, yeah, absolutely, man. Depression is a, uh, on some level, sure, that idea of what depression is, it's a call to truth. Okay, cool, yeah. I obviously agree with that. I'm trying to make my life about that. Sure, I couldn't get away from it. But I, I don't think... <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't think it really what these people are I heard this thing once that was like eccentricity is a luxury of the rich. You know? If you're a very fucking rich person, you've reached a place where your your basic needs are gonna be fine. And especially if you've reached a place where these two are, where it's not just your basic needs are gonna be fine, it's like any whim is going to be fine. And from that place, you decide, whoa. Because in a lot of ways, right, they're giving an even more extreme version of what any of us get on a given day. A very unnatural experience of how people interact with you, how you receive the world, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So they're p potentially even more overwhelmed. But 
whatever. Have all these whims and needs, no matter what, taken care of. That puts you in a position where it's an option to have deep rest. To be fucking depressed. And listen to their call for truth. And do all of that, right? That's a thing that they can do. You can't fucking do that when you're one of us. You can't do that when you've got a shift. And then another shift. And then another shift. You can't fucking do that. You can be depressed at work. And you can be depressed in traffic and on the hustle home and the hustle back and the trying to get into bed on time and trying to fit in the exercise and all the things and trying to be a person. You just be depressed while you do it. And yeah, I know sometimes it gets so fucking bad and so real that you, you can't do anything. That just paralyzes you and takes you out of life and society. And if you are rich for whom eccentricity is an option, a luxury then you can just fucking tune out and do that. You can be a weirdo. And some of us insist on being weirdos even though we're poor. Uh, fine. We can't help it. So I'm like not even the best candidate for this because I agree with those things, that there's something in my essential unrest, the thing that makes me feel like a ghost sometimes it makes me feel like manically happy sometimes it makes me feel completely fucking cripplingly <laughs> depressed sometimes like that thing I, I, most of us cannot live at the whims of our truth do you know what i mean and as much as i or any other person who gets out there in fucking public and and tries to express their truth and encourages you to express your truth and to be ruled by your truth and this idea of truth. It's like, we can't all fucking do that. We just can't. We got bills to pay, you know? And we can sit here all fucking day long and be like, oh yeah, the capitalist system is fucked up and bills to pay isn't even right. We should have our needs met and blah, 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 whatever. But <laughs> not tomorrow. That's just not how it works. Not tomorrow, you know? It's like being in the middle of a war and somebody being like, whoa, this fucking sucks. Isn't this crazy? Like, if we all just wanted to, tomorrow we wouldn't have to be killing each other. We could just be done now. And everyone that, around you being like, yeah, we agree. Now they're going to come kill us. So do we want to try to kill them? What do you, what do you want? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's like... The, the machine of humanity moves slowly. Anyway, do you, know what I'm, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, why it gets my goat a little? Because we're out here fucking struggling, you know? Us, us fucking humans. We're out here fucking struggling. Some of us are more open and weird about our truth, demanding deep rest than others, Right? And some of us fucking exhaust the people around us with that. Hey, this fucking thing inside me depend demanding deep rest won't shut the fuck up. Things are fucked up all the time. Don't they feel that way to you? I'm losing my fucking mind every day. No, I still don't have another job. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do either, man. I don't know. Life feels fucking weird. Is it? What is? Is it real? I don't know. Yeah, you sound depressed. Sure, I agree with you. You should 
stop. You should be deep rest and just figure out what your truth is and just go fucking, go fucking uh, honor that, you know? Okay. But then like a week goes by and you're like, wait, rent's due? <laughs> oh yeah. What are you doing? Well, I was honoring my inner truth. I was trying to listen to my inner truth and get that deep rest I needed. Oh, well, you were supposed to still find or do a job. You were still supposed to do that in there. Right. Of course. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? So like, so like this idea then that you'd include in there, you're not supposed to medicate it away. What? All right. Well, what if the fuck it tells me I should kill myself every day? You know, what if it tells me I should kill other people every day? Don't medicate it away. <laughs> you ever heard of fucking Phineas Gage? You know, like, you know what happens when people break their brains physically, right? Like if you know what happens when you take drugs, right? You know, some people like get drunk and they put a chemical inside their body and it makes them act different. And you know how like, yeah, your feet work fine, but some people get born with feet that don't fucking work fine. They're like fucked up. And you're like, oh, I could imagine what that would be like to have fucked up feet because I've hurt my foot before and then it didn't function correctly because of the parts. And so I can imagine, oh, somebody could be born with the parts all messed up and that would make life hard. Okay. Extrapolate, right? Some people are born with a brain that's totally neurotypical and ups and downs and here and there and that's it and that's you. Have you taken alcohol? Yes. And it made you like kind of a mean drunk or you've seen people do that where they put a chemical in their brain and their chemical brain changes a little bit? Yes. So you can imagine what it would be like to have a brain with different chemicals that made you do bad fucked up things sometimes. Yes, I can imagine that. Okay. Just like you can imagine having a fucked up foot, right? Yes, I can imagine that. Okay. You know how some people are born with fucked up feet? Yes. Did you ever think or do you think or could you accept the possibility that some people are born with fucked up feet in their heads? That their brains have some fucked up chemicals, kind of like you or some other people might have observed when they put different chemicals in there, make them act different ways, and they might be born with a fucked up foot in their head. Do you get that? Oh. So, what do you want me to just deep rest that shit or what? Do you want me to put my fucking foot in a cast even though it was shaped this way when I came out? And do you think that'll just start working like your fucking foot? Huh. Okay just bugs me a little, you know? And I'm not one to get on my fucking high horse about anything because I also love a lot about what that says. And most of the time I spend here on this podcast sort of doing the opposite of being pro-medication. I, I, I've honestly, I honor it because of what it's done for me in my life and what I've seen it do for other people. But I've also seen it fuck other people up very close to me. I think, in my fucking opinion, change them and they never deal with the real problems. The same way being dry drunk. Like, yeah, you got to do that work. You got to listen to your truth inside. You got to start shaping your life to be that. That's true. But telling me that, <laughs> or anyone, it's not to be medicated away, this thing that demands deep rest. It's not to be medi medicated away. When you medicate your depression, you're medicating your truth. How dare, how could you ever abandon your truth? Big Pharma, that's who wants you to do it. It's like, dude, all of it, it's true and it's true, you know? Yeah, they want to sell pills. They want to sell pills. And sometimes they do it too much. But if you're paying attention to yourself and you're trying to do your work too, I mean, yeah, let's listen to our deep rest instincts. Let's fucking listen to our truth. But you got to put that into your fucking universe, into your reality. 
where you're like, I have to solve problems of survival. I'm a fucking adult, and we don't live in a society that's like, hey, just fucking, yeah, adults, fuck off, you know, do whatever you want. Because most of us weren't in fucking Ace Ventura. Anyway, I get it, dude. I fucking wish I was like that. I wish I was like successful and rich and now I could just be weird in interviews and tell the fucking lady on the red carpet, life's not really real though, is it? You know? You're yeah, dude. We know. It's more fun to know that life's not really real when you know. Like of course like I think that and I'm just a guy. Like of course you'd think life isn't real when you're that person. Same as Kanye when he's like, I am a God, <laughs> you know, in his song, I am a God. And everyone's like, you're crazy. It's like, he is crazy, but everything that happens to him is crazy. And if he was alive in Aztec times and he had fucking audiences of a hundred thousand people every night while he's bathed in red light, like he was when I saw him in fucking outside lands a few years ago, screaming screaming and yelling. And this was at the height of some fucking bullshit that was going on online. He said this thing, he goes to the crowd, he goes, you'd think from what people say online, you'd think that people don't like me. And the whole crowd fucking screaming. And he was like in so much trouble in the media for whatever it was at the time. And you're like, oh, you think it's weird that he acts crazy? He's like, not wrong. If he was doing it in fucking Aztec times, he'd be a god. He'd be like an emperor god, you know? Like, I don't know. I just feel like little people have these existential crises too. We just don't have the option <laughs> to give in to them. And even without the option, I still fucking do it. And my life's a mess, you know, in some ways. At least it feels that way. I'm just a fucking person trying to figure it out every month. And that is like, I don't know. I could have just kept being a total self-destructive maniac and never gotten medicated and been like, fuck it, dude. This is my truth. Been this like electric. I'm just an artist. Are you, were you a fucking artist or were you just like drunk so much? Trying to make fucking drama at everywhere you could. Stirring up the most interesting and insane human situation possible at every moment. Because life is just so lush and beautiful and crazy and so fucked up and sharp and uh, this bleeding, breathing existence. Like, I still feel that way. But also, I don't want to hurt myself and people around me all the time with my insanity. And I take some medication now and I take some practices a little bit more seriously. Where like, even a couple weeks ago, if I don't take the schedule, if I don't pay attention to take care of myself, I start to fucking lose my mind. And I would love to lose my mind. And you know what? When society collapses and the pills aren't available and it's all fucking Mad Max out there and we're just like fucking killing each other for water, fine. I won't need medication and being extra crazy will be a fucking <laughs> bonus for me, you know? It'll be a boon. I don't know. But until then, it's like... I'd rather be helped along with like something that helps my truth pipe down a little bit, helps me access other truths that are just as real to me. Like I'm fine and I'm capable 
And like, yeah, life is so weird and fucked up, but also it's not. Also, like, it just is what it is. It's a lot of people out there trying to do good for each other and trying to help each other out and just trying to live. It's a lot of that. And honestly, I do believe there's virtue in steady work. This like chop, hand, uh, chop, uh, chop wood, carry water thing. This, uh, you know, motion, the state of no mind, this uh, thing. Or, or even just the puritanical ideas of like work having its own reward. Just doing the work, doing the rhythms, being in there. Steadiness and, and quieter emotions that I didn't think were so important. Reliability. You know? being able to help people and and these these are these are difficult not as sexy things as like this loud truth that's making that needs your brilliant rage man if we were all accessing our fucking brilliant rage about what's going on in the world that is true uh, whatever maybe we should just we just should do that and then like be screaming in the streets all the fucking time or Whatever. But I, I honestly think we'll just get there again when we're killing each other for water. So whatever. It's a beautiful notion. It's a beautiful like burning brain notion. It's a beautiful like I'm so burning brain. I'm so beautiful. I'm so special. So are you. Everybody is. Let's ignite each other's flame. I love it. I love it. We're artists. We're artists. It's great. It's a beautiful thing. But peace is also beautiful. And uh, trying to show up for the people closer in your life and stop being like a drain on them constantly. Making an effort that direction, you know. And I, I don't know why. I'm sorry I phrase it so negatively. I just still have some tapes in my head that aren't, like, great all the time. I guess more like making an effort to just be able to contribute back to people who have contributed so much to me. And people who will need things that have never given anything to me that maybe I can help because other people have done that for me. And just being part of this thing together. I don't know. I sound like such a fucking communist when I say that shit, you know? But... I think this kind of beautiful individualism and burning rage thing can exist in us in the same place as something where we have some virtue in taking care of yourself, taking care of others, and making some sacrifices. And one of those sacrifices might be like you're burning rage all the time. And maybe there's a little bit of a lie, honestly. It's not deep rest in response to some like serious truth. You know, I get fucking out of my mind. I've had manic episodes and, and speedy, fun, positive, happy times. I feel so fucking amazing. It's, it's the guy, it's the person on cocaine fucking being like, let's start a restaurant. You should start a restaurant. Let's be so good. Let's do a restaurant. Write it, write it. Let's write, write that. Let's, let's do that. Like not every, not every fucking powerful instinct is real and true. And taking that steadily is a good thing. So I don't know. There's a lot of beautiful ideas in that, but I just had those thoughts. I just wanted to just say that for like <laughs> a fucking grouch in me, right? <laughs> With mental health stuff, sees these people talking about mental health, seeing about, oh, it's not depression. Don't medicate it away. It's deep rest. It's not depressed. It's deep rest. You need deep rest. Fuck yeah, we do, dude. I was like, must be nice. Yeah, we need fucking deep rest. When? Where? How? We have to find it in our little ways. And we have to try to be available to take care of people around us. And that's what I was saying. The medication earlier, like, I'm not really a proponent of medication. I'm always saying, like, we're trying to, I think we can visualize and realize and master ourselves and try. We, we have to empower ourselves with the ability to get better. And part of that reality, empowering yourselves and believing in an ability to get, get better, is about acknowledging the realities of these limitations and these difficulties that face us. 
And that quite frankly, if the truth I'm supposed to honor, the brilliant rage is saying, fucking kill yourself or fuck everybody around you and who cares about the consequences or the fuck you want. I'm sorry. I don't want to honor that deep, brilliant, raging, fucking burning truth inside of me. I don't really think that's what it is. I don't think that's what it is. I don't think depression is a call to truth. I just don't. Some of it I do. Existentially, sure. Global warming or whatever. People made it this far, though. You could probably turn it around still. And if we don't, you know, I mean, that's just, I don't know. That's also just people. We, you know, used to kill each other a lot more than we do now. And that's saying something. So still the best time to be alive as a person. Just is. Anyway, that, there's, that's me. This is me brain breathing. I'm going to go out of town this week. I really fucking loved that last uh, episode where we, we did a, a hour of good, bad brain. So we're going to continue that. Um, I don't know if I will be doing one of those from the road or just do another brain breather next week. I'm, what I'm doing is I'm traveling with Allie. She's uh, my girlfriend, and she does ologies. And uh, she's, we just don't get that much time. She's, she's one of these people that is also so fucking busy, and we're just so busy. So we don't get to go on trips and do stuff all the time together. So we're going to do this road trip together. And she's going to interview 11 different ologists. I'll be around the Midwest uh, kind of areas. And um, so next week might be a brain breather. Might be able to finagle uh, some talks from the road. But I will be in touch with some of y'all if you're interested. Uh, I know some of you are still. So I'm going to – I know I don't respond to those right away. I kind of keep them fresh so I know (laughs) what to go click on and respond to later. But I will reach out to some of you to do more of our good, bad brains. I really enjoyed those. Um, yeah, obviously, obviously I'm not a fucking professional at anything, but I, these are just my thoughts about, about this stuff. And, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm just having just this proletariat response to this, this thing. I don't know. The heroes of all the stories, you know, the heroes of all the stories. Um, yeah, that's it. If you enjoy this, uh, please, uh, throw some cash at patreon.com slash my good, bad brain. Um, and uh leave us some reviews if you dig it man i've really been super appreciative of good bad brain lately um really really very much so it's beautiful and the people who stay in touch with it are beautiful it's uh i don't know it's a special thing i i really (laughs) i've been feeling good and i'm feeling grateful a lot of that's because of this so thanks y'all all All right i'll talk to you next week Bye-bye.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.